0: Hey guys, welcome back to Have You Tried Rebooting,
1: it's Alex and Aaron here. This week, what are we talking about? We're going to be talking about job descriptions and the hiring process from both a, when you when your church posts a job, all the way to when you're looking for a job. And everything in between. I don't know that there's anything that's that much in between. Or after. The, or after. Yeah, that, that <laughs> seems more right. <laughs> Uh, all right. Oh, we wanted to talk about uh, one of the the production church groups that we're in. Uh, actually, the place where we became friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone posted a job description and had a bit of a conversation on it with a bunch of people. And so we just wanted to take an opportunity to kind of talk through it because there's some several things wrong with it. Yeah. or Or not considered...
0: But I, I think it's becoming it's there are things that are used to be kind of standard that are starting to become a problem because people are getting taken advantage of.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. We just kind of wanted to go over the uh how to how to do well by your church and support the ministry as you can, but also protect yourself in the process. Mm-hmm. Because it's your job to make sure that you're not burned by the church, unfortunately.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you're married or have kids, it's your job to make sure your spouse and kids don't hate the church because yeah. of what you do for the church.
0: That's right. Shall I read? I will yeah. read this for people that have not seen it. So it's a screenshot, so we don't have the entire listing. It starts um, with two or a single bullet under a title called Performance Measures, and it said, In addition to the goals set by the executive Leadership team. The technical director's performance will be measured based on the name of church, leadership values, core values, and yearly three hundred sixty degree performance reviews. Then we have a piece under this as time commitment, it's listed as part time staff, hourly twenty five thirty hours a week, office days Monday to Thursday nine a.m. to five, Sunday six thirty to one, rehearsals Thursday six thirty to eight. And special events, and um, it's listing baptisms, major holidays, Christmas Easter at the movies, funerals, weddings, church anniversary, etc.
1: honestly, as far as a job description goes, it's pretty vague in the performance reviews uh our biggest our biggest topic of discussion here is going to be about that time commitment. Oh yeah, why are you hiring a full time job as a part time position Oh, before we go
0: too far, I just Wanna leave a note here for like uh I feel like this episode's gonna be geared towards like higher level church leadership. Yep. To challenge you to think about you know, your needs versus what you're asking for. Yeah. And why you're asking for and almost to a point of like, should we talk about that first? Yeah, we like could. Part time versus full time. We could. We could definitely have a discussion. Why should you pick one
1: over the other? There's there's definitely an argument for both. Mm-hmm. Um, like the church I'm at, we're blessed. We have both. We have full time people and we have part time people. Um, it really goes into what level of of uh, support you need. Like mm-hmm. is your is your support just Sunday morning? Like some of our campuses or our one campus that we have or one secondary campus that we have right now, and then the the third that we're about to launch, it's Sunday morning. And we don't do rehearsal. Uh, we just, you go in Sunday morning, it takes you 10 minutes to set up the stage, 10 minutes to put in the worship lyrics, and yeah. five minutes to make the sermon slides. That doesn't need to be a full-time position. Um,
0: I think, too, the, the, the question that we don't ask around that is reliability, too. Yeah. Because um, you and I are both full-time, um, but part-time positions... Are going to have to have another job if they're a single income household. Yep. If you're, if, if, if the position you're listing is not, if you would not be okay or you would not survive if they're like, hey, sorry, I can't make it this week because my other job needs me to work. It shouldn't be a part-time position.
1: Yeah. Uh, When I first, the first time that I worked at the church that I'm at now, I was part-time. Mm -hmm. And I worked, um, my wife and I worked, we both worked full-time jobs. Plus I worked that part-time job and we were scraping Yep. like, and there were times where my full-time job told me, Hey, we need you to stay an extra three hours. I was like, I have something in my part-time job, but unfortunately the full-time income had to take priority. Like, yep. If you're
0: not as an employer, if you're not okay with the, the potential for that,
1: then you have to hire. Then it's a full time job. Well, you have to hire at a livable wage, full time job. Yes, it can't just be a. We well, claim true. it's a full time job, but it's it's not enough for you to live on.
0: Right. Well, part of that goes back to what you were saying earlier. If you list it as a full time job, though, so people know what the expectation is. Yep. Then I can look at that and go like, that's not enough. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Then then we can have a real discussion. Yep. As a potential employee and an employer. But if you're listing this, if you're not listing it as it is, it's really hard to have. I, I, if you list it, so it looks, yeah, if it looks like I'm going to be able to work another job on top of that, you know, right? Uh, that's kind of tough. So, yeah, so we can look into this, you know, and, you know, you were kind of getting into, like, the timing and stuff. And, I mean, my my gut, so you sent this to me a while ago, and I, like, looked at it, but didn't really, like, process and react to it all the way so like my gut reading this is um that is a ridiculously like i mean i guess i should ask you your like your hours my hours are like I make my own hours. Yeah, uh, as a full-time... Like, I have to be at rehearsal. I have to, you know, you have to hit those key things, but, like, in terms of when I'm fixing stuff or when I'm doing stage design or when I'm...
1: For the most part, we're pretty pretty well, like... And I'm salaried, too, so I'm not even hourly full-time. I'm salaried Mm -hmm. full-time, which means I'm basically... Available via phone call or email during well, we'll talk about that in a minute, yeah during the <laughs> normal office hours we've done a pretty good job of setting up um yeah uh, boundaries is that like Friday and Saturday, every salaried full- time person has off mm-hmm. and you Lies. only reach out to them if it's an emergency or it's a pre-approved special event that they are the person on call yeah um, and it's it's rare that we do do you set that per event? uh yeah Who so
0: on-call person is
1: basically yes but it, it's pretty much broken down by what campus it's at and and what type of event it is
0: sure
1: um there are also you know some event ministry things that go on that ha- happen to coincide with friday saturday like the, our our student camp sometimes yeah, you there's just, always exceptions right, that's ministry that's how ministry works but we've done a pretty good job that like hey I work Friday Saturday next week or last week, so I'm going to take Monday and Tuesday off.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and people are pretty good about just leaving me be, or or leaving whoever is out be. You know, there it's it's we use that as comp time, which is mm-hmm. semi normal, um, but we respect it mm-hmm. in a way that I haven't seen other churches do.
0: Yeah, I think I think as. Because I know what you're talking about. Like, I def- I've definitely been part of those. Here people blow through that. Yeah. Um, and again, with that, there's exceptions, you know. Like, very rarely am I upset if I get a ask yeah. for help from
1: one of my guys. Correct. It, especially, like, if it's one of my volunteers or somebody mm-hmm. that I have a close relationship with. Or girls. Yes. Uh, if, if it's somebody that I know well, you right. know, it's it. then I'm not going to be upset if they call me Uh, I'll tell you the situations that I would be um I went on vacation once I left everybody a binder a picture binder of how to turn things on and my first day on vacation I got a phone call from somebody hey how do I turn the system on he didn't even look at the binder it was sitting right next to the console and I was like this is that's not acceptable like that kind of situation here's where the
0: binder is click
1: Yep. uh so I just kind of set the rule that it's like, hey, if you need me when I'm on vacation, you have to talk to this other person. I will let them filter it out for me. Mm-hmm. And that person agreed with, the, you know, being basically my filter. So if I was out, sure. I didn't have to. Like if that person called me, I was like, oh, they actually need me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and, and we want to do what we can to support the church and not hinder the church. But that's, again, a boundary that you have to set to help protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think— Those boundaries come more
0: into play when you start talking about Uh, full-time. Yes. Not that they don't exist, but as a part-time person, if you get burned, you can be like, well, I'm going to go full-time at my other job or Uh, I'm going to, you know, it, and that's where like, you know, if you're listening to this and you're upper church leadership, like think really hard about like that concept if you're creating a new position and it's not it's not coming from a like we're out to get you mindset. it's coming from a like sense- self sense of reliability, not reliability yep. like responsibility, yeah like just uh, a full time position that's like that's how you're supporting yourself is gonna have an added weight of responsibility to it, and if that's what you want or need you can't you
1: there's no way to really get around that right. Uh, A big thing, too, is like um, when you're full-time, you hear the phrase, you know, we're blessed to be able to make a full-time income by working at a church. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: It is very true. But unfortunately, that phrase can get turned and used to uh, essentially just – almost blackmail somebody into staying in a in a position that is detrimental to them Mm -hmm. like to their to their mental and emotional health as well as their like oh yeah overall you know sanity you always want to have a thermometer in the water Mm -hmm. for yourself yes and and unfortunately working for a church sometimes gets difficult it's not always easy it's it's not always fun um And sometimes, especially if you're the sole person in the department full-time, which I know, Alex, currently you are, uh, and And, I have been in that position before. And
0: side note, as we're sharing, um, I'm currently full-time hourly. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: We can talk about that later too.
1: Yes. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes it's important to – well, all the time it's important to really break that down into what your responsibilities are. Mm -hmm. Um. But going back to this this job uh posting here, particularly focused on that that part time hourly. It says twenty-five to thirty hours a week, but it's a Monday to Thursday, nine to five. Yeah, what's that? That's right there is it's like thirty three. Monday through
0: Thursday, that'd be four days times eight hours. Thirty two. Thirty two. Okay. That's 32 right there, but then
1: you also list. uh, Uh, Rehearsals is an hour and a half, 6.30 to 8 each week. Yep, so that's 33 and a half. Yep, and then you add Sundays, which is 6.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. What's that, seven hours? Six and a half. Oh, yeah. That's 40 hours. That's full time.
2: Yeah, even
1: legally that's full time. Yeah, they they couldn't have a part time person working that many hours without. Yeah, you know, because there there are churches are not exempt to those labor laws. Um, I know a lot of churches that think they are, but they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm cu- I, I'm curious, you know,
0: l- looking at this, having the experience that I do, what what has happened in the past or or what second hat is there to be filled that is causing like that is being so strict about the Monday to Thursday thing yeah. and that and that may that may also just be like um these are our office hours but you should not list that as a requirement you know
2: that
1: shouldn't even be listed on your job posting if it's a part-time job mhm oh like yeah Like, that should be one of those, you bring it up during an interview conversation. Hey, our office hours are this time, but you're not required to be here for that. Or for all of them. Correct. You are required for rehearsal and Sunday morning. If it's a part-time job, uh, there's not many places in the country that you can survive on two part-time jobs. You have to have a full-time job, at least one full-time income in the house. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like the idea that, okay, well, maybe this person could work, you know, even 30 hours a week on top of a full-time job means 70 hours a week. And yeah, there are some people that could do that. I know a handful of people that'll do that. I'm going to ask you, how long can you do that? I burned out after three years. That's a lot. Like I, I burned out to the point where I almost was done with working in ministry. I believe it like and and some of that was I put that on myself like I I carried that weight of like the church wouldn't survive without me which is not my position I put too much power on myself you know
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I don't have that kind of power I could die tomorrow and the church would be a-okay because guess what it's been fine for 2,000 years before me because God is strong he doesn't need me, but he likes working you, with me.
0: You have Yeah, I was going to say you have to you have to separate that. It's not that it won't survive without you. It's that um things may no longer be able to be done the way they're being done now. Correct. And that's very
1: real, but that, it's, that that's that is also real. still not on you. But also right, it's it's that is where that separation of like it's my job to make sure that the church doesn't burn me out. Mm-hmm. Um I know several people who I've known through the years that have worked at churches that have almost like swore off of their relationship with a God because of the way the church treated them. And it's a very real, it's a very real and very terrifying reality of the modern day church, especially in America. Uh, And not all of the people that I'm talking about have worked at churches in America. I know at least one guy from Europe. Like it's not just an American church thing. It's the church overall. Uh, we have the attitude of, like, let's serve outside of our walls, but people forget that the staff members are part of the church. Mm-hmm. And in job postings like this where we say it's a part-time job, but we list 40 hours of work, Yeah, that's that's a big, big red flag.
0: Well, and, and again, you know, to people that are hiring, you're setting yourself up for failure in a couple of ways. Right. One, if if this isn't your first time hiring, like let's let's pretend that that posting we just read, that is their third one in five years or something like that. Yeah. Right. Do you like the turnover? If the answer is no, the problem is you. Yep. Like flat out not being mean, but like the problem is you. There's reality has to there's a reality
1: check there that has to
0: be looked at. Yeah, it's just what you're asking for is not realistic. So the people you're getting are either going to be new young people that will do the job well, but like you mentioned, are either going to burn out, you Mm -hmm. know, within three years, three to five years, or if they last that long. Or, yeah, yeah, that's on the (laughs) good, like on the ideal side for you. Or, they're going to at some they're going to learn so fast that someone else is going to make them an offer that is fair and more mm-hmm. de- like deserve of what they deserve right but either way you're going to be stuck there needing a new person again right and you're going to create this cycle of yeah. you know like your your tech ministry goes down cuz you get a new guy who has to learn everything, you know, yep. and you may have volunteers that can keep it working, but in terms of, you know, stability and reliability and all that, and redundancy and all that kind of stuff, it's just going to, kind of going to sine wave. You're going to have these great moments. Yep. They're going to burn out and then it's going to go back to where ground round zero. Yep. And then they're going to learn and then you're, you're, and then you're basically going to become like the, uh, the learning church school, if you will, for tech guys. Yes. You know, yeah. and if you're okay with that and it works for you, great. But well, at least let those guys know,
1: well, you know, are going there's, in. There's some of that, like we're looking at launching campuses and I'm telling them, hey, we're going to ha- ha- like hire part-time people for these campuses. And these part-time people are going to be coming out of our high school ministry. They're going to be the <laughs> ones that want to do this as a career. We know they are doing this as they're graduating high school, as they're getting into college and they are going to move on. We're training them and sending them out to other churches. But this is a conscious decision that we're making and it's part of the plan. We can't afford to fire or to hire a full-time person at every campus sure. launch and the campuses don't require full-time. Well, yeah. So we're making it's a conscious decision, hey, we're going to work with you. We're going to train you how to do this. We're going to teach you how to do that. We're going to teach you how basic leadership skills, stuff like that. And then we're going to send you out into a successful career in the church. Mm-hmm. But that's very different than when you see a job posting like this, where they're obviously looking for somebody full-time, but they don't have the, the means or the desire to have a full-time person. Oh, well, and
0: let's talk about the big elephant in the
1: room, which is
0: benefits. Yes. As a... I mean... I'm not going to go into this huge thing about, like, biblical values and stuff, but, like, kind of the whole point of all the teachings is, like, to treat people right, right? Like, if I just—if I take a couple words to sum up, like, the whole Bible, like, that's one of the key bullet takeaways right there,
1: right? Uh, What's—that's so, the, the two commandments that God—that Jesus gave, like, the two most important is to, to love, love your God neighbor. and then to love your neighbor. Yep. Yeah, so— I mean, church is pretty
0: good at the first one. I think we could use some work on the second one, definitely. And you know, going back to staff are part of staff are neighbors too, mm-hmm. right? And so you're not you're not loving on, you know, if you're if you're being unfair. Oh, well, we're gonna we're gonna make this this so we don't have to pay benefits, right? That that's that's not
1: caring. For I would expect
0: people. to hear that from a slimy
1: corporation, not a church. Right, and unfortunately all too all too often we hear that from churches, yep, and we see that from churches, or um I mean, I can't
0: tell you how many positions I've seen either eliminated or downsized to part time like kind of for that purpose, right, more written off as like, oh, our h r. costs are too much, and I was like, well, th- that's very real, you know if if, if h r is fifty percent your budget, yeah, you probably have an issue,
1: but well. Maybe a lot of churches that are doing things and and doing things well and loving on people understand that it takes manpower to do that. Oh, for sure. And the manpower that it takes costs money. And so if you're, I'm definitely not saying
0: you should go fire everybody. That's not what yeah. I'm saying. Um, but it, I think you need to be very careful of. Okay, let's say let's say HR is fifty percent of your budget you like you're saying that yeah that is very okay right but if the other 50 percent of your budget is all mortgage and like yep you know like you then you need you to be very conscious of of your staff size versus everything else because yes. i mean like we have a big campus but we also have a lot of like stuff that we really should eliminate you know mm-hmm. whether that means you need to do a capital campaign like i'm not your church financial advisor right. um but being a debt free church is very important. Yeah. You but you can't you can't just decide I'm not gonna pay benefits to half the staff so we can save money. That's right. not that's not a, well it's like
1: No. The church I'm at now is not debt free. Mm-hmm. Um and we're our, not either. our financial team though is phenomenal at balancing the needs of the church, the needs of the staff, and making sure the debt gets paid.
0: Nice.
1: Um they actually like the the elders. Uh, gave a bonus to all of the staff last year, nice. that actually put the church in kind of a red area. Um, but they said that it was worth it was worth caring for the staff that way, nice. um, just coming out of COVID and stuff like that. And so they were like, "We want to take care of everybody that's worked super hard over the last, you know, three years." And so we're just like, "It it." It, I don't know that it was a great financial decision for the church, if you look at it. But what it did is it took care of the employees. Mm-hmm. Um, it took care of the staff, and the the number of burnout, the the amount of burnout over the last three years has quadrupled at least. Like
0: you're so talking in general, or specifically you
1: look, at your place? No, no, no. In general, like if yeah. you look at, I mean, the two positions that burned out the worst over COVID was the the production guy and the kids director. Kids' director. Because they're the, trying to do online stuff. Or uh-huh, whatever. And all of their stuff historically has all been in person. Mm-hmm. And so they had to learn all new ways of doing things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then production guys obviously now are doing online, not just for Sunday morning, but for everything. Yeah. So um, I'm not saying go give big bonuses to everybody. I'm not saying that. Oh. I'm saying just look at, at what your church can do to love on the people that you have employed. Because those those people will struggle to make ends meet to serve their church, yeah. and um, having been one of those people, having up to about a year ago, Rue and I, she worked full time, I worked full time, I saw, did gigs on the side, and we were still scraping. Yep. And like we didn't have anything that was exponential; it, that was just month to month. Yeah, like our only our only big thing each month was a car payment, and we had we were at,
0: car payment and rent, right? Yeah,
1: rent. Well, yeah, but rent was we even got rent down. while oh. we rented from from members of the church, oh, and they yeah. knew yeah. we worked at the church, and they knew kind of what my salary was because he was a deacon, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> they they were super nice and blessed us with the ability to rent uh, one of their houses for way under market value huh. um, and even then we were not yeah. you, you know and and we did that because it was ministry and because we wanted to and we figured like we're making enough to live that's all you could need right yeah now we're looking at starting that's a family different. and we're yep. thinking about talking about having my wife not working full-time and we're like huh yeah you know i took this position about a year ago now at the church i'm at i got a decent sized raise because it's a bigger church, more responsibilities, stuff like that. But, like, we couldn't do it. If we had kids right now, she would still have to work full time. Yeah. You know, we, we live a good chunk on my income now, which is great. So we're a, we've we been able to save a lot of hers. We've been able to pay off. Like, we paid off the car early. Like, it, it's been phenomenal. But if we lost her income, we would be, right. you know, out of luck. Yeah. And so that's, but I know you have, you have very similar, you know, like.
0: Yeah. Single, uh, well, single income household. Right. So same deal from the other side. Right. You know, uh, very lucky to rent the place that I'm in, which is under market value. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a single person, it's not, it's not, well, it's, well, the well, I'd have to pull more from the double income if I moved. It's, I would not be able to afford to work where I work. If right. I moved right now in this area, yeah. I don't think. Or I'd have to give up my truck, which
1: I you, use for you use, freelancing. Right. You use that to make money. To make more income right, to be able to survive. Yeah. And so like I'm willing to, to make the sacrifice, mm-hmm. but I don't want somebody to demand that sacrifice of me. Mm-hmm. Another human shouldn't be doing that and well, again, how long is that going to work? Correct. Like God, I'm sacrificing the extra income I could make by doing what I do in the secular world. I'm mm-hmm. I'm sacrificing that to God and saying, go. I'm going to do what I do, but I'm going to do it in the church and I'm going to do it well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and I'm going to make this much, which is enough to get by. Yeah. Which is all I want in life, really. But yeah. when you look at a job posting like that and you see... A full time job part posted as a part time job. It just it ticks you off.
0: Well, and if you can see that for what it is, too, uh, to me that says something about your stat. you like your culture, just yeah. church culture, and like so. To any to a vet, you know that this isn't their first church job, mm-hmm. and you catch that. That's gonna scare me away.
1: Oh yeah, I because that even... tells
0: me you're gonna be dishonest about stuff.
1: Yep. I I wouldn't even put in an application for a job like that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the churches I worked for, they they offered me. Um, the guy, the worship pastor, offered me the job, uh, which I accepted. It was a part time job. Yeah, it was thirty hours a week, but it was more income than I was making at Target when I worked at Target full time. Sure. Um, so it's just like I was like, I'm going to take it. It's part-time, not full-time, but I'm I'm going to make more doing that. Uh, so we actually moved across the country for that job. But it was also under the understanding that in 90 days that job was going to get a – it was going to be a $10,000 raise and go full-time. Uh, it took almost a year for that to happen because like eight weeks after I went down there, that worship pastor was let like, go. Oh.
0: If I've learned anything from some of that kind of stuff is that you should always get that kind of stuff in writing. Correct. Always. I had a similar um when I took my current job, and there's been some staff changes, but uh, you know, I came out and visited. And you know, I, I always tell everyone, I was like, I came out here for three reasons. One of them was to learn. Mm-hmm. This campus was r- ridiculously larger than where I came from, like to a point where I I thought this was, you know, when they say dream big and throw your resume at the wall and hope something sticks, like that's what I thought this was to me. I was like, I'm not qualified for this. I don't know any of the systems and there's still bits and pieces that, you know, that you're figuring out, Um, you know, but, you know, I've learned a lot. Mm -hmm. The second was um, they had um, went out of their way to tell me that one of our, One of the like key staff culture things was this non-triangulation thing that when people have an issue, they go straight to you. Not around? Not around. And as as an introvert and um, if you're familiar with Enneagram, I'm a one with a nine wing and a nine wing, you know, so the nine wing combined with an introvert and stuff like that. I'm very not good at that. And, like confrontation in general is very hard for me, yeah and you know, and I tried it, so looking at that, I was like, "I need to put myself in this environment because if people have a problem, they're gonna come to me and engage a conversation, right, and that's gonna force me to grow that muscle and get better at that, yeah, it's gonna suck, but it'll make me better, so that right. was the second reason, and the third reason, um was to partner with um at the time the person who was running worship, the music director. Yeah. Right. Um, happened to be another full-time position and someone very skilled in like building things and carpentry. Yep. And um, I did a lot of projects in my last church with someone like that, but it was a volunteer. Ah. So to have a staff person that compliments my, you know, like I'm very nifty with the LED tape, but not so much with the hammer. Yes. You know, to be able to come with well, if we if we build this this way, then the light will look like this. Right, right. To be able to to tag team that those kind of projects with someone. Yep. Like I was really stoked about that, and um, he was let like, go oh, when I got here. I got to work with him for a week, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, to, I share this because you know, um, you never know why people are coming yep. on board, and I don't think it's fair to ask them that. But I do think it's fair. I, I refuse to believe, you know, looking back on this, I refuse to believe that they weren't talking about my right. future at the church yeah. when I was there interviewing and visiting. Oh, yeah. I refuse to believe that. I don't think it would have been that big of a deal for you to pull me aside and be like, look, we're not sure this is going anywhere and it can't leave this room. But if this impacts your decision, it's key information that you need to know
1: yeah well because with that with that it's like you were coming new into the situation you mm. didn't know that other guy yeah you, i mean like,
0: i i had a i had a beer well this is wisconsin so those of you from out of state this is normal here but i had a beer with him after a rehearsal and met him and one of the other guys on the music
1: team yeah and i, I mean you know
0: well right but it's just like, chummy <laughs>
1: <laughs> right but you still you still didn't know him Correct. Yeah, right. not you super well. Right. You, you weren't close to him. You didn't have a, a built-up relationship with him. So it's not like you're interviewing at your best friend's church. Like oh, yeah. Your best yeah. friend I works see there and the church is about to let him go. Right. You know. It's like um, when I came on to the church I'm at now, um, because I worked there part-time prior, I knew several people and, yeah. you know, uh, was given an opportunity to really – put in my resume for the position like the moment the gate was open for resumes like uh i was given a heads up about a week prior hey this job's gonna get posted so uh i i was you know i've been blessed with friends that still work there so it's just like oh perfect um but like one of my big questions for them is because like i went to florida for three years and i was at the church down there yeah um and in that three years The tech guy, the tech director that was here before I left, um, left. So, hold on. There's a tech director, a full-time assistant, and then my position. And there was another full-time lighting director slash production extra hand. This
0: is here or in Florida? here. Okay. Um,
1: While uh, I was in Florida, the tech director's assistant left. Then the tech director left. And then the assistant came back and was the TD for like nine months, and then left again. All in the course of three years. Yeah, that's a lot. So during the interview, I had to. I asked. I was like, "Hey, what happened there? Like, why? Right? Like, oh, and two of the worship guys left, and then two, uh huh, like staff Uh, people, uh huh, like the same position." No, no. Oh, okay, no. different different positions, but they didn't end up filling those positions. Which, if you are restructuring, makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, so what's going on with the department? Like, what's with this high turnover? And then uh, they're just like, oh, uh, the guy who left after nine months, it was just because he found another job, and you know, it was at his dream church, and so he left. It's like, okay, I've I knew him when I worked up Is here. Is that the person I also know? Yes. I didn't think
0: he went to a church. I thought he went corporate. Oh, it corporate. might be that.
1: No, no, no. That that guy went corporate. Okay. Um, the guy after him, the one that was here for nine months, went to another church. Um,
0: oh, that was his assistant.
1: Yeah. His assistant hey, who hey, left okay. and then came back. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. So I was just like, okay, this seems reasonable. I had heard him talking about really wanting to work at that church. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that seems right. I come up here and within... Three weeks of coming up here. The other full time guy that I had known back when I was here, he left, and then one of the another worship guy that I had also known when I was up here, he left. I was like, Jeez. "Oh, sweet!" So everybody's leaving. Yeah, um, I came to a department that's dying, <laughs> or starting over. We're starting over, and so really now at this point, it, we've been restructuring because one there's better ways to structure our department and to uh like the the guy that hired me, he's also not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's just one of those where it's just like, okay, we're just gonna pretty much cut this down to nothing and build. Sure. Um but like when I interviewed, I, I would imagine that some of the people that I talked to knew that they were gonna leave. Yeah. You know. <laughs> And now, uh, one of them I'm still pretty close to. We chat all the time. Um, he's out in Arizona now. He, He went corporate too, but he went out there to be with family. And so it's just like, well, okay, I can't blame you for that. Can't argue that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's like, uh. When you approach these things in writing, make sure you get them in an email, like official email from yeah. the the church email account that the people who offered you the job, or the details of the job.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like when I when I went to Florida, I got a text message that was my writing for the fact that the job was supposed to go full time after ninety days. Hmm. In a legal sense, that doesn't really carry any weight. Yeah. However. Had he emailed me that from his work email address, that would have been fine. It, yeah. that would have that would have been like a hey, that was part of my offer, part of my contract. To anyone dealing with this, you're not being petty. No, that's not petty. No, it's not. It's not petty right. to protect yourself. It's not, not petty even to protecting ask questions. Yourself
0: too, to make sure that you both have the same expectations in mm-hmm. a
1: situation like that. Yep. Also, uh, it's not wrong to ask about salary.
0: This is an interesting, this is an interesting one. You're, I'm not going to argue with you. Um, I will tell you the amount of times when I interviewed for this position uh-huh. that no one would tell me what it was Yep. for, I mean, I, I went through like three processes and I like, I, cause I was, I think it was talking to like my mom and, yeah. and you know, just as like, I was like, should I, I was like, should I ask? Cause like, they're not telling me. And I was like, I'm at a point, you know, I was already at a place, you know. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I need to know it's going to be an increase. Yeah. And I mean, and then they finally told me and I was, you know, I I won't lie. I was a little disappointed because I was expecting it to be at least another 10K above what I got offered. Yeah. For how big it was. Mm -hmm. You know,
1: I was like. And the amount of responsibility with that position. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But what I'm saying is like churches do that. Mm-hmm. They they don't tell you the salary. They don't. And and if you ask, they're like, ah, he's just grabbing for money.
0: Well, yeah. So like that that's the other half of that was like, you know, there is, I don't know. I feel like you should be able to tell because yeah. the people that are more interested in money, that's going to be one of the first things they ask. If I go through a round and a half of interviews and then I ask, uh-huh. what's
1: the problem? If I go through an interview where like, so in, in, at the church in Florida, my, my my first interview was ten minutes on the phone. Mm-hmm. My second interview, my wife and I took our own money and drove a car. Oh, they a, should be telling you what the money is at that point. We drove across the country. Yeah. Last minute to run sound on a Sunday. I got off of work at one AM Friday and we and it's a twenty two hour drive straight through. <gasps> <laughs> I literally, I, my wife got off of work, she went home, packed up our stuff, got our dog ready to go over to the dog sitter, brought the dog to the dog sitter. I got off of work, grabbed drive through, went home, took a super fast shower straight in the car. My wife slept for the first six hours because it was like 2 a.m. to 8 a.m., you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then we switched. And so like at that point, I was pretty dedicated to the position. I like, am yeah. looking back at it. I wouldn't do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, or I would make them fly me out. Well, so they flew me out for the second interview. Okay. Um, oh wow, they brought you out twice. Yeah. So they flew me out for the second interview, but like I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I mean, that round trip, my wife and I were scraping by on target salary because that's where oh, I worked yeah. full time at the time, uh, and so like I wouldn't do that again. Yeah, that's a lot. Like. That was one of those. Text my mom. Hey, can I borrow five hundred bucks so my wife and I can drive to Florida and back.
0: And again, you know, at people hiring, if you have someone do that and you don't tell them the salary, shame on you. Yep. Like if you're if you have any question well, about whether they are go- are going to be in it for the right reasons, you don't deserve them. Well, and or you for me, need to check yourself.
1: Looking looking back at that, um this would have been four years ago so I was 23 that would have been my that was my first quote full-time position at a church oh yeah it was my first time interviewing at churches for a full-time position minus the church you work for but it was my first out of state kind of position sure um because when it's in state and it's across town it's super easy it takes me eight minutes to drive to your church Mm -hmm. from where I lived so (laughs) I think um you know I think even people that aren't working
0: in churches probably are familiar with this concept that, like, if you're applying from out of state uh-huh. and taking it seriously, you will be taken more seriously. Yeah. Uh, well, and
1: that was a big part of why I was like, yeah, I'm going to be dead, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. Because I really want to work. I feel God calling me to work full-time ministry. And if this is the door that gets me in, that's great. Uh, and at the time, at the, oh, huh. Actually, when I was doing that interview, I had already quit Target. I had had enough of their shenanigans. And so I was working full time at a spectrum call center. Ah, And my shift was. That's why you got off at uh, 1 a.m. 1 a.m. Yeah. (laughs) My shift was terrible. Uh, And then I also I I called in sick on or sick on the Monday after because I was not capable of doing anything. Um, uh, It's funny. And I almost lost my job because of that. Huh. But like Spectrum luckily has a high enough turnover rate that they're like, well, we really don't want to lose you. So I was blessed and didn't lose my job. And then two weeks later when I called out so that I could fly down to Florida for my second interview, <laughs> they're like, well, we really have to fire you now. And I came back for my second interview and I still had a job. So I was like, sweet. <laughs> It's like, all right, well that's God protected me. And then a week later when they offered me the job, I was like, perfect. And then I quit. Now I'm quitting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh. Hey, should we uh, uh let's talk
0: about hourly versus sal- salary. Sure. This what is you- a, uh this this is this is an interesting one. So I mentioned earlier that I'm currently hourly and I have a hunch that people listening are like, Oh, isn't that what you want? That's great. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you that it's not great in a I, church capacity because yeah. um Well now they're I really... was salary too. I just recently got changed
1: to hourly. And they're probably stepping on you about overtime. I mean they always have. Oh okay. we, well, that's our,
0: good. our our salary has always been this like salaried hourly thing. And oh, so what weird. happens is like I was salary, I still filled out a timesheet. Weird. Yep. Everyone whose salary still fills out a timesheet. And I'm not sure exactly how that's approached on the like HR accounting side, but, um, and then, you know, we all have comp time. So it's like now I'm hourly. So it's like the only difference is that I could get paid less than my full time position. Yes. And it's like, you know, so like there are policies and, you know, as I mentioned, you know, having issues with HR costs, cause you know, we've been struggling with that a little bit. Yeah. In areas, and I look at some policies, you know, it's, and I'm like, "Well, um, if you want to do this, I'm going to start counting all those stupid stuff." What do you mean? Well, people text me when I'm at home. Yeah, you know, like we were talking about earlier, volunteers need help with something. Yep, I'm going to start counting that. And yep. I was like, "So, and the lowest block that we block is 15 minutes. So if one person texts me, that's a 15, 15, minute 15 charge. minutes. Yeah." but but I also have to tally that now. Uh, normally normally, I mean, I if if you're dealing with this, let me just tell you that uh if you have the right staff in place, God's going to work it out. Yeah. There might be a week or two where I'm in for 40 hours and I'm not I don't do that much work. There's going to be another week where I do some extra work. Right. I might spend multiple hours on a phone call helping someone while I'm traveling or Mm -hmm. while I'm at a show or while I'm off site or doing my own life. And I'll be, I don't like to write those down. I'm just helping out. Right. God's going to balance it all out. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, as a church, I would think the, 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 the leaders of the church should be the first to trust in him and those kind of situations. Well, now, I'm not saying you shouldn't keep an eye on it because there are people that try to take advantage. Correct. Of that there, kind were, of stuff. there are people that will. Uh, if also, you have the. That's why I say if you have the right people, that yeah. should not be a problem.
1: Yeah. Well, and on top of that, too, like Easter week is going to balance out several yeah. weeks. Christmas season. It's just a con- month of December. Yeah, you really. all just don't have to
0: constantly watch it. You know. Right. Like the 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 mental. As someone that has, like, ADD and OCD and all that kind of stuff, and I'm one of those people that, like, I'll hard, like, my my January vacation this year was taken on last year's vacation hours entirely, and I still had 20 left when I got back because, well, we were staff transitioning, and yep. I basically didn't take any time off. But, yep. um, like, it, it's just you shouldn't need to, like, the amount of mental freedom that I would have yep. just being, like, I'm getting paid what I get paid Yep, to do the job that I was hired for. You trust me to get the job done, and you're paying me what you pay me. So I can be like, hey, you know what? It's really nice out today, 70s. I got everything I need to have done done for the day. I'm going to go home two hours earlier and enjoy the sunshine. For those of you that don't live in Wisconsin, we only get approximately three months of summer.
1: Well, of usable summer.
0: Yeah. So um, it's a little bit of a bigger deal to... You know, that kind of flex
1: is worth a little bit more than it might be in some other states. Well, it's like uh, for me being salaried, mostly um, we uh, care about just making sure the job is done. If people are accomplishing what they need to accomplish, no one really bats an eye at certain mm-hmm. things. Um, our policy still states that we are supposed to be in the office for 40 hours a week. Um, now that being our policy in the office or working technically it says in the, is office, that cause from before COVID? Yeah. Okay. Um, technically it says in the office, but we are, we work from home. Several of us yeah. work at least one day a week from home. Most like some of the, some weeks, my job doesn't take me 40 hours. It takes me like 12. mm mm-hmm. Now there's other projects to do. I understand, you know, there's always work to do, but sometimes it just it balances itself out. Yes. I literally will go around to other departments and go, "Hey, what tech thing do you need done this week?" And we'll just start working on other other departments' projects because I've run out, you yeah. know. Um, but like after our youth camp two weeks ago, uh, I worked what ninety hours in uh, in a week. Yeah. Because uh, I did my full forty that week, because I had a lot going and on, right, the camp, and yeah. then the camp, and the camp was sixteen to eighteen hours a day.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, yeah, they were very, very long days. Um, coming back from that, I took one day off that next week just as a comp day, just because I wasn't feeling great and I just I needed to, uh, and then. Oh, and I moved that day too. Oh, um, yeah, it, that's right. <laughs> it took a comp day so my <laughs> wife and I could move from one house to another place. And then I actually left for Chicago for two days for a conference that I was going to that was a work trip. It was, I was good, went to the Philo conference, brought several of my uh, team members with me, and it was just – it was fun. It was good times, learning, worshiping, being able to unplug. Sure. But it's still classified as work under the way our policy yeah. is. You know, it it's not comp time, it's not time off. Say so what the camp? Uh no, the conference afterward. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's work time. Um and then so the week after Professional that,
0: development.
1: Right. And so like two weeks later, I ended up taking another couple of comp days and I was talking to my supervisor and he looked at me, and he's like he's like, I'm not worried about you. You're getting your stuff done. You're always looking for more stuff to do. I'm not worried about you having a comp day here or there. I'm yeah. not going to sit there and count your time because I know you're not taking advantage of the church. And it's one of those where it's just like if you have that kind of relationship built up with people, that's the best thing for you. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is the church needs to be honest with the person too. It's not just a person is honest with the with the church. Right? Yeah, it goes both ways. Right. It's an employee needs to be honest to their employer. An employer needs to be honest with their employee. Same thing for the trust that goes with that.
0: Correct. Right. I mean, if, if and it goes back to what you're saying earlier about caring for the person, right? If all you care about the numbers. Right. You know, it's like, oh, make sure you log all your hours. Yep. You know, we're going to make everyone hourly so we can track all this. It's like, what do you really care about? Are you so worried about an extra like, like let's like I was talking about? Let's say I take off one day a week to go enjoy the sunshine for three months during the summer. That's a and let's say you're paying me for the sake of just being even numbers, thirty bucks an hour. Yeah, that's sixty
1: dollars once a week, right? For twelve weeks, what's that like, six hundred bucks? But even that, you could be working outside. That's true laptops exist for a reason. True. Yeah. I mean, well,
0: I specifically in this, I was like, I'm just going to leave early and go do my life, but hang out. But again, you know, what if I'm taking calls while I'm outside? What if someone calls me? Like if all you care about is that straight number and you really, I don't know, that to me, that kind of makes it, it really says like, well, we don't trust you that much. Or some people will call that like a task oriented position. I was like, I think we are task oriented, but, um, you're also paying for like expertise correct right and and let's, and
1: let's in my be opinion real with when that. you want
0: a lot of our brains are very worth salarying because you want them around well and, and ready to go and if you if you make us happy we're all going to be a lot less grumpy when you call us and wake us up or you we'll know call as us on our sitting, first day of or, vacation or when i'm sitting on the beach yeah. or whatever and um to all the tech people listening to this, if you have problems with these boundaries, I highly encourage you to go on to RoyalCaribbean.com and book a cruise. Yes, and do not buy the Wi Fi package. Turn your phone off, or put it in. I don't know. You can't even turn data off these days. You have to like they'll text you something when you leave the country, and you have to like turn this other setting off. But because um, I use it as a camera, but most relaxing thing I've done, yeah, in a long time, and it was great, and I did it. I did it because I wanted a week
1: of no disruptions. Right. Just, you can't contact me. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our worship guys goes camping up north. Ah, same thing. You know, there's no cell service up there. Um, and so, like, he, we were talking, he was telling me he was going out this weekend, and I was just like, don't worry, I'll make sure I call you every single day. <laughs> uh, he started laughing. He knows that I'm joking, because yeah. that, that's a boundary that, like, it royally ticks me off when people don't mm-hmm. like observe the fact that hey i'm on vacation means i'm on vacation yeah and especially far... in a church where we have we have three full time production staff yeah you got some other guys there's plenty of other people to go ask the same question to of, mm-hmm.
0: you know there are there are times um actually this last i was in colorado when i was in colorado the other week um got I think a couple of people texted me some stuff, but it was very late in the morning for them. Right. Not for me. Yeah, Time difference. Um, and so I think I was able to remote in on my phone to check something. Right. Because I just wanted to look because what they were describing is not a normal thing. and it, It's one of those. But that's an emergency situation. Yes. It's one of those 10% I talk about uh-huh. that, that, that the staff person, I don't expect volunteers to catch. Yep. I caught it. I was like, okay. So I called my, one of my super volunteers who was on front of house, but it was, it was basically what was happening was one of the, uh, ATEM faders. Like, I think I did an update or something and I had to reload a save file and it loaded to, we used to have, we used to not run them at zero. Yeah. And so the levels were low. And so I caught this and I was like, okay. And I was like, it. so I text, or I, called my super volunteer at front of house because I know that I was like, just pull up the app and change the faders. I was like, in terms of getting it done, I called the video director first, didn't pick up. So I called him. I was like, he knows how to do it. It's a network system. So it's super easy. Um, But he didn't pick up. So I had to call my lighting person and I was like, hey, tell front of house guy to call me really quick because this was they had like five minutes before service started or something yeah <laughs> I was like I need you to make this adjustment I was like, okay and that was kind of it but I was you know, I was like in those situations I was like you waited too long right I was like I'm not going to get mad about that weird stuff that's not normal yeah you know that's like and I was already awake because we were going to the Denver Mint that day and right. you had to be there by eight and Denver's far away from Boulder so right But it is a hard balance to find because, you know, very
1: few people are going to be able to tell you when they should call you and when they shouldn't. Well, and that's why it's it's important to either have somebody on your volunteer team that's the point person for that week
2: Mm -hmm.
1: or have another staff member fill in. Like um, at the end of July, I'm taking a vacation. I have another – I was going to have one of our part-time guys there, but he can't make it. So I'm having one of our full-time people. One of the full-time people is going to step in and she's going to be the point b- person. Now, she's very familiar with the system. There's no reason that she'll need to call me. Yeah. But like even if it was the part-time person, he doesn't know that system, you know, ins and outs of everything. Sure. He knows it well enough. Fire it up. Run it for a Sunday. Shut it down. But like he's also that call, hey, we need to call Aaron. hmm you know, hey, I just need to send him a text. Hey, you know, how do I do this again? Sometimes uh, it's super easy to um, just go, you know, it. I could take the time to walk you through this or I can just send you a YouTube video that walks you through how to exactly do that. Uh, so I don't know. Well, I don't know how your stuff's set up. I actually just put
0: QR codes on a couple of our classrooms that have like it's me holding my phone and like turning the whole system on. Nice. Cause that, same not, kind of thing, you know, yeah. people are like, Hey, can you make, they used to have these like print out laminated sheets. And I was like, how about I one better you, I'm going to do this. And like, ideally we would pay for like a variable QR code, but like, yep. cause the, the, the issue starts becoming, and I use OneNote too. Like I keep OneNote on all our production machines yep. with like lists of, you know, if you're turning on, do this, this, and this. And people are like, why don't you print it out and laminate? It's like, because the systems constantly change and evolve. And yep. if you look at some of our classrooms, some of the sheets are like ridiculously inaccurate yep. because they're just old. But yep. you know, the, in, in my opinion, a lot of the people that should be doing some of that stuff know most of that stuff. Yes. And so, you know, the QR is there for people that are, you know, renting the room out or yep. something, you know, it's like, here's how to get you know, basic stuff working. And that is a supplement to you should have had sat down with me or someone first. Yes. So it's so we're redoing. I'm redoing some of our like room assets that people can like request right now, you know, yep. and like it used to be like, they just request like simple tech system and I'm changing the verbiage to like simple self-serve system. Yep. You know, self-serve live stream. Yeah, we have operator advanced operator simple, you know, cuz that's going to tell me you need someone that is an expert in the room, which is me or one other person, or you just need someone from my team that can click through some slides and turn a mic on.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, we have a we have a, a one, we have a rule if it's a one microphone event outside of a wedding, do it yourself, do it yourself. Yeah. yeah. Even a
0: two microphone event,
1: yeah, it, that depends on the room. It does, and what uh, you're doing, but yeah, um, like I say that, but like, um, pretty much anything that happens in our worship center, like in the main worship center at the big campus, requires a tech to be there. We don't trust outside events oh, yeah. or outside ministries to use that room without somebody. Sure. Um, just there's too much to break. But like our youth room. It takes three minutes to power on. It takes three minutes to power off.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes we'll even get there early. We'll power it on for you. So all you have to do is flip on your microphone and talk. Mm-hmm. Same with our secondary, our smaller campus right now. Like there are several like men's and women's both use that room. Uh, they know how to fire up the LED wall. They know how to turn it all off. Yeah. You know, um, but like we in Planning Center, which by the way, shout out to Planning Center because it makes calendar items so easy. Uh, we have it set up now where it's like that's where people request a technician. If they need a technician, they say yes. And then that, then it comes to our desk where we can approve or decline it.
0: Decline the event or the request for a tech or both?
1: When we If we decline the, the request for a tech, it actually will decline the event uh. um, from a production side facilities handles the room so they might be told yes you can use the room but no you can't use any of the tech yeah um now i don't think we've ever said actually no to anything or not since i've been here have we i've heard about times where people have been told no for no reason um (laughs) but that's why where you then you have to be careful to have a relationship with people yeah and um if you' come to a point where you need to say no, you need to check yourself and make sure that you're not just saying no" to say no," but you're saying no for a legitimate reason mm-hmm. especially like in your and, situation where you're by yourself, that's very different than my situation where we have two part timers and three full timers
0: and being able to communicate
1: why Correct. i think is as a single as a
0: single person, and that uh-huh. is more is actually more important. Um, because there were some times where people used to think I just, uh, can't do that. Can't do that. And like, uh, I I will say I don't particularly care to do, um, like funerals and weddings. Yeah. The reason being is they're always on Fridays. Well, or usually working these days I'm freelancing, but before it was just a day off. Yeah, And um, w- what I couldn't communicate well was that, uh, if this goes back to some of our talk about like valuing your staff and stuff, mm-hmm. was that um, like here they want to count that as my hours. So I just move my hours for the week. I go over hours for the week. I was like, I have no interest in getting paid a very low rate for, especially weddings. If yeah. I did weddings freelance, I'd be charging a lot more than I make uh-huh. hourly. So I was like, in that space... I go out of my way to schedule someone off of my team because we pay, we will cut a check. It's probably still a, not a great hourly rate, but we cut a check to right. whoever runs it. And I was like, there's people on my team that absolutely should get some money from us for doing yeah. stuff. And I was like, you want to come in and, and they would be you want to come in and run do a do fader it. and a mute button and play on your phone for an hour and a half, basically. Most of the time, that's what it is. Yeah. I was like, especially when you hit play, on yeah, a, especially a the funerals, you know, you just got to follow the thing. And it's like, yep. as long as you're, as long as you're hitting your cues, I don't care if you, you yep. know, read a book, journal, whatever you want to do, right. you know? Um, so, you know, I farm a lot of that stuff off and, you know, it used to be that I would, that I would push back against it. And now I just go very, very, you could call it passive aggressive where I just right away the first thing, Hey, we're going to have a funeral text several yep. people. Hey, you want to do a funeral on this day? Like that's. Yeah. First thing I do and that's fine. You know, like
1: there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, because that's the other, that's part of protecting yourself though. Yep. Is to make sure that you are taken care of. Um, when the other, you, oh, go ahead. Uh, when, when you have boundaries, it's important to make sure people know why you have them, <laughs> but also to hold to them. Yeah. Because otherwise people are like, oh, well, he's got boundaries, but he doesn't really, and they're not really that important.
0: But you know what? To that point, even if you don't know what they are or, or why they are, you should still respect them. As an
1: employer, yes.
0: As a person, too. As a person, yeah. Well, what I'm saying is like... Like it's better when you communicate them so people
1: understand. Right. But you shouldn't have to need to. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. But it's like uh, the mindset difference between like when I was working at Target or Spectrum than when I'm working here, when I'm working at a church, it's like... When I request time off when I'm working for a corporation, I'm not requesting time off. I'm telling the corporation I'm taking vacation on this day, this day to this day. Mm-hmm. I don't care what event that corporation's going to have, what things they might need me to do. I'm taking vacation. Full stop. Uh, at church, like I put in for some time off. I checked the church calendar. I checked the event calendar. I checked my personal like work calendar and I lined it up so that like Hey, there's nothing in this week. I'm going to take that week off if everyone's fine with it.
0: This is an interesting thing that um, really gets me going, grinds my gears if you want to use that one. Yeah. Um, which, which is literally what you said. What is differentiating our um, time off policies from church world to corporate world? And part of it depends on position too. So this, yeah. this is this will go in. I don't. Have we talked about the uh, director versus coordinator and all that fun stuff? I don't think so. So I, I'm not gonna. That's a rabbit hole that we'll have to do some other time. Yeah, we'll but, do another episode on that. Um, everyone reports up to someone. Correct. So uh, my my official position is a technical coordinator. I report up to um,
1: creative arts team director, right? Is your worship guy the worship coordinator, or is he worship?
0: He's a worship pastor, based on that other discussion that we have. But he also okay. reports to the creative arts team director. Okay. Right? In my mind, that kind of stuff, title's not super important. Right. Just the, the structure of how things are yeah. happening is what's more important. Um, that being said, though, I'm pretty confident that technically— my title should be a director because I manage people. And the other half of that is if I'm taking a vacation, first of all, yeah, do I, I'm going, I should be able to, should I be able to say I'm going on vacation this day? I mean, you know, guy I report to has to okay that. Yeah. Um, but my opinion is if I'm a coordinator or just a staff level person, like bottom level staff person, yeah, when I say I'm going to go on vacation this day, it's not my job to figure out who's going to be there on Sunday. if I'm a director, it is my job to manage all of those people and make sure that Sunday is going to run just as smoothly when I'm not there or 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 better explained if I have already done that and something comes up while I'm gone, who's fixing it right because right now. If someone declines planning center Friday night while I'm on vacation for a whole week, guess who's going to be trying to text people while I'm on vacation to fix it? You. Yeah. Yeah. And any other job, if some, if the cover or whatever, you know, I got my buddy covering for me, and he can't make it. They're not going to call me. I'm already gone. Not, not right? at a low level position. Right. No, that supervisor is going to do that. Right, and that goes back to that being honest about. Right. You know, and job titles
1: are important because it sets at the, the ex- level of the yeah the expectation the expe- and expectation. The, the
0: where the responsibility right uh, rolls off the back end and all that stuff. Yep. Um, and I like I I ask myself that sometimes. I'm like, why is this this way? Where like, if I worked over here at this company, like I'd be like, hey, I'm going to go on vacation this week.
1: They're like, okay, and that's it. If you guys have any any questions, like, even if you want, uh, like, if you're going through an interview process with a church. And you want just a second set of eyes or a second and third set of eyes just to kind of go over some stuff. People who have interviewed at churches. Because I tell you, I have interviewed at many, many churches now. Shoot us an email. Shoot us questions. Shoot us concerns. Uh, join the Discord. Join the Discord. Share, you know, if you've got some frustrations you want to chat about
0: or, or something you're struggling with. You know, yeah. let us help you process because um, uh, it, it's tough sometimes, especially when you're actively in it. Yep. to, you know, stay all the way objective or, yeah. you know, even just to see kind of the other side of that, you know, sometimes, sometimes there's some church hurt from the staff or mm-hmm. elder or church level, um, that, you know, as you learn about that over time, um, you can start to understand some policies, not, you don't, not necessarily say you're going to agree with them, but you can at least understand where they came from, which can help you grow yes. together instead of apart.
1: Yep. Yeah, so uh that's that's really why we started this podcast. Is we we wanted to we want to make it a spot where people can come to us with concerns or questions and um I tell you what, if we don't know the answer, we know hundreds of people that we can turn to and mm-hmm. find that answer for you. Yeah. Like um you know, between the two of us, we have two and a half decades of, of ministry experience as volunteers and as staff, a full-time, part-time, hourly, salaried, like we we have that. Um, but we also have a network of, of friends and other contacts that we know that like they have dealt with things that we haven't touched, you know, and yep. there's people that we can reach out to and go, hey, we got somebody They need help with this. What would you say to that? Sure. Um, so shoot us in a, questions. Uh, have you tried rebooting dot podcast at gmail
0: yep yep and uh send us episode ideas because our list of episode ideas is getting small yeah even if
1: it's even if it's not a question you just want us to you want to hear us talk about a topic send us something right so
0: until next week
1: have a good week